I believe some of the most candid and meaningful conversations happen over a cup of coffee. Welcome to the Life Over Lattes podcast. I am your host, Nicole Stratton. Join me for real life discussions and interviews about faith, marriage, friendships, and the everyday moments in between that make our lives an extraordinary journey. Grab your favorite latte or beverage of choice, find a comfy, cozy spot, and let's stir the pot of life's lessons one sip at a time. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Life Over Lattes podcast. I am your host, Nicole Stratton. And you guys, it has been a couple weeks since I launched the podcast. And I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who has been listening and tuning in and giving me some great feedback on the show. I am so thankful for you guys that are tuning in and listening and supporting. It means so much to me. So I just wanted to say a quick thank you. But today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be kind of like a teaching kind of scenario like some of my other podcast shows have been so far. Um, This is going to kind of be like a life update. And I'm going to be very vulnerable. And I'm going to share with you guys about some of the things that I've personally been going through that I haven't ever talked about. Um, And it's something that I do want to say that I feel like I always have to say, but I don't I shouldn't feel this way, but I do for some reason. So I'm going to try to get better at that. But um, I just want you guys to know, if you follow me on social media already, you probably know this, but I am for the most part a very open book. Um, I share everything that's going on in my life, good, bad, all the things in between, not for attention, not for sympathy, but truthfully just to help someone else. Um, I know when I'm going through things in my life, I know I'm not the only person in the entire world that's going through it. Um, I know there's other people out there that have also probably dealt with this and I can start a conversation with them about it. Um, and just some of the things that I've shared in the last couple weeks, I've had such great conversations with people via social media, um, just shining light on some things that I'm going through. So That's what today's episode is going to be. Um, And I just wanted to kind of put that out there that this isn't going to be like a normal episode. Um, So just sit back, relax, grab a coffee, grab your favorite drink and beverage of choice. I'm currently not drinking coffee right now. Um, I'm sipping on some water and I'll share more about why in a little bit. But um, if this was a typical day, I'd be sipping on some caramel love and coffee because you guys know me and I love my caramel. But Grab your favorite beverage, grab a comfy, cozy spot, and uh, let's chat about some things that are going on in life right now. So if you follow me on social media, you've probably already been up to date on a lot of this, but if you don't follow me, here's my shameless plug of every show. (laughs) Go ahead and follow me on social media at the Nicole Stratton on TikTok and on Instagram. That's where I post the most. But um, so let me rewind back to... I would honestly say summertime. So we went on a beach vacation to the Outer Banks back in June of 2023. And I had noticed these two moles or birthmarks, whatever you call them, on my chest that had always been there, but I noticed them starting to change a little bit, change in size, get a little bit darker. Um, And I hadn't been to the dermatologist since 2020. I think I may have just got off track a little bit just because of the pandemic and stuff. Um, whereas I used to go every year. Um, and then I hadn't been going for every year. So 
in that time frame between 2020 to 2023, I had a couple of these moles on my chest that started changing. And I always remembered my dermatologist saying like, if you notice any changes in any of your birthmarks, definitely come in. We'll get them checked out. So that was my initial thought and reaction to me seeing some changes. Um, I have a lot of birthmarks. <laughs> um, I'm Greek and I'm Italian. So um, I've, like I said, I've always had these two on my chest, but I, I have noticed them starting to change. So booked a dermatologist appointment, couldn't get in for a couple months. So I ended up not even going until December um, of last year. So took a little bit of time to get in, but I knew I needed to. So every time I've gone in the past, I've never had a problem. So I didn't think anything of this appointment either, but did a full body scan. My dermatologist is amazing. She has been seeing me, like I said, for years. So she knows my body. She knows my birthmarks. And when she saw the two on my chest, she's like, yeah, I'm so glad you came in um, because they definitely have changed over the years. So pretty much um, the one on my right side is still good. Uh, there was no concern or no problem there, but the one on my left side, she said was a concern. So she removed it that day and sent it out to be biopsied. And she said that she thought that it could potentially be a precancerous mole. So not something that is melanoma in the moment right now, but it could turn into that down the road. So she did what she needed to do and she removed it. And, um, that whole process was just, I, I, I am one of those people and, and let me know if you are too. I do not do good in like doctor office settings, especially when I have to get like anything done, whether it's giving blood, doing this biopsy thing. I never had a biopsy before. I had no idea what was happening. Lo and behold, she goes and scrapes this thing off my chest. I'm bleeding. It hurts. I had to get numbed up. I'm just like, oh my gosh, you should have literally seen my face. I'm like, what is going on today? Like, I just could not believe it. So back on track here, um, got numbed up, did the whole thing. She said she would call me when she gets the results. I said, great, let me know. I'll be looking forward to your call. And that was pretty much it. So I go home, I'm resting, and then the pain kicks in. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never had pain like this on my chest in my life because my numbing wore off. Um, so lo and behold, that night we are going to take our dog to one of her final training classes. And I go in the bathroom real fast to, I don't know, fix my hair or something. And I was wearing my Taylor Swift Eras Tour t-shirt that I got at the concert this year or last year. And I noticed that on the left side where my mole was removed, I'm bleeding through my shirt. Like it is all over my Eras Tour t-shirt, which I am honestly more devastated by than the fact that I'm bleeding everywhere. Um, but I was bleeding through my shirt, through my bandaid. I, I was like, Oh my gosh, what is happening? So something must've happened. I don't know if I turned the wrong way or pulled something was bleeding everywhere, put a new bandit on it, ran to the, you know, class that we were taking our dog to. And that next day we needed to go to Clearfield, which is my husband's hometown to celebrate an early Christmas. 
And I'm like, I am in so much pain. I can't believe this thing is still bleeding. I don't think it's normal. I call my mom. She basically says, I think you need to call your dermatologist and tell them that you're still bleeding after like 24 hours. I'm like, okay. So I'm freaking out. I call them and they're like, yeah, that's definitely not supposed to be happening. You need to come in right now. So I'm sobbing because again, I don't do good in these scenarios. So I call my husband. He was already going to be taking a half day from work that day. So I call my husband and I'm like, I can't believe this. They tell me I have to come back in. I'm like bleeding everywhere. It's not supposed to still be bleeding. And I'm just like, can you please meet me at the dermatologist? Like I'm literally going crazy. I'm just like, he probably thinks I'm literally insane, but I was totally over-exaggerating and just being very in the moment and freaking out about what was going on. So lo and behold, he meets me at the dermatologist and the girl kind of cleans up the area and basically says like, I'm going to have you know, the doctor come in and she'll probably have to cauterize the area and you should be good to go. So n- there's nothing like smelling your own skin burning. Like, have you ever had that done? Because I never have. And I was g- gagging in the chair. I'm like, this is so awful, but it helped and it did what it needed to do. And I felt so much better and there was no more bleeding and everything worked out well. So that's the long story short about how getting one mole removed turned into this big process, which I just couldn't believe it. But so that all happened. That was the, the whole process of me getting the mole removed to just get biopsied, mind you. Like that was just the start of this whole process. So from there, uh, we're in Clearfield and I wasn't supposed to get this phone call from her for probably... I don't know, like five to seven days, she said, because of uh, the holiday. She didn't think that she was going to get the results soon, but she did. And I got the call while we were away. And uh, she she said, if you get the call from me, pick up because I cannot leave your results on a voicemail. So when I saw her, her number pop up, I was like, okay, here we go. These are the results. Like, let's, let's gauge in here. And uh, lo and behold, she did say that my mole came back precancerous and that I was going to have to get an operation to get the rest of it removed um, on a deeper level. And she also mentioned, I guess there's levels of severity when it comes to a precancerous mole and mine is on the severe side. So I'm like, great. Not only do I have to get an operation now, but it's actually pretty severe. Um, so that was wild news to get while you're not home. And like, you have to go put a smiling face on and, you know, celebrate a holiday with your in-laws while you just got this like crazy news. Um, so it definitely wasn't the best timing, but all I have to say is I am so thankful and grateful that they caught it when they did because... Like I said, I knew I had intuition of knowing that something could potentially have been wrong, but I didn't think it would have been anything like this. Um, but I'm so glad that they caught it when they did and um, that there was a process in place for me to get the rest of it removed and be on my way and be okay. So that all happened in end of December of last year. So I ended up scheduling my operation for February 1st um, of this this year, so just passed a couple weeks ago, and um, so I got the surgery operation, and 
everything went well. Um, I did have my husband go with me (laughs) to my appointment because again, I was freaking myself out about it and I just knew I needed him there just for support. Um, so he sat in the room with me the whole time and, um, it was definitely a process. So I'll kind of go into talking a little bit more about that. So they take us back to the room where they're going to do the operation and, the assistant is so sweet. She was the one that actually helped me with when I went back in to get the cauterization done for um, the initial mole removal. Um, and they have this like speaker in the operating room. And they were like, what do you want to listen to while you get your operation done? Because it's this is for you, whatever you want to listen to. And of course, I said, I want to listen to Taylor. So they put Taylor Swift on and it was just great. I was in my zone. It was amazing. Uh, my dermatologist came in and she basically mapped out on my skin where she was going to cut and um, just kind of showed me how she was going to do everything. Um, and she had me sitting up when she did this because she said she didn't want my scar uh, to lay weird because it would have been laying differently if she would have drawn on me when I was laying down. So again, she's like the most perfect doctor ever like to even think about something like that and how my scar was going to look down the road like I was like oh my gosh this is great so she mapped it all out for me it looked great definitely ended up being way larger than I thought it was going to be compared to this little tiny small mole that I got removed um but I obviously trusted her and she did what she needed to do and the operation went well and they had like a student come in and watch the operation I think she was doing like a job shadow that day and they were like, do you care if she comes in and watches? I was like, no, I said, but before you guys start talking about the process, I did bring my AirPods. So I ended up popping my AirPods in and was listening to Taylor Swift in my ears as well as the procedure was going on. Um, And it just kind of calmed me down a little bit, kind of just put me in my zone, try to make me not think about it as much. Um, and the operation went well. So, um, I ended up getting four stitches internally on my left side of my chest. Um, and then I had one long stitch going across my chest to basically close, um, the incision. So I I was just glad for it to be all done and over with. Um, obviously they go in and they numb you. I wasn't under anesthesia or anything. I, was just like numbed up with like a needle, um, a lot. So I did not feel anything besides a little bit of pressure. And when she was like twisting, this is going to sound crazy. When she was twisting her tool to like twist the stitches, I felt that. Um, and it was kind of weird feeling, but other than that, I had no pain during the operation, which was great. Now when I got home, that was a different story. It hurt so bad and it was crazy because I knew like this was obviously going to be more painful than what I dealt with the first time around. Um, So she already told me, she said, Nicole, just go home and take some Tylenol and take some pain pills and just prep yourself because it's it's not going to feel fun. Um, So the whole... I don't even know. It was 10 days of like recovering until I could get my stitches out. So I just got them out this past Tuesday, which was great. But leading up to that was just 
oh my gosh, it was so uncomfortable because when you think like, so obviously this happened on my chest. So I couldn't sleep normally every time I turned or moved. I was stretching that area of my chest. So it was so uncomfortable. And um, yeah, it, it, it was just not ideal, which no operation is ideal. But um, when I calmed down and thought about, okay, Nicole, what did you just go through? You know, this is for the good. This is for your health. This is so you don't have cancer. Like, once I thought about all those things, I'm like, okay, I can deal with this pain for a little bit of time and know that everything is going to be okay. Uh, and it was, but those days of recovering were definitely rough. And my husband had to help me change my bandages because I was freaking out about that. So you, you, you'll probably know at this point, I, I just don't, I don't do good in those scenarios. Um, don't do good with blood or anything like that. So Regardless, I am feeling so much better now that I got my stitches out. Um, my scar and my incision actually looks really good. And if you are curious to know anything else about the journey, um, on my Instagram, I actually started a highlight um, for people that want to go back and maybe see all of, all of the process in real time of when I posted about everything. Um, it's a highlight on my page. It's just called skin op journey. And I just added all the stories that I had posted about the journey on that highlight reel. So, uh, but with that being said, I have had so many people on my Instagram reach out about this scenario that I've been dealing with, with my, with my mole. And I've just been really trying my best to shine a light. Like, again, I'm not saying this stuff or posting this stuff for attention. I'm really just trying to shine a light on like, Hey, like go, go to the dermatologist. If you've never been like, because there could be things going on with your skin that you're not even aware of. Like I was, and it, it could be severe or, you could just go and you could get your full checkup and you could be great and nothing would be wrong. Um, but I feel like it, it's not talked about enough um, to even just go to the dermatologist and get a full body scan. I feel like people talk about going to the dermatologist to get their face, like, you know, to help with acne or to get their face looked at. But this goes for your entire body. It's not, it's not just for your face. Um, and I really just wanted to spread a lot of light on that after going through what I went through. Um, and I can't even tell you how many people I've talked to now that said, oh my gosh, thank you so much for sharing your story. This has, you know, pushed me to go make my dermatologist appointment. Or I had a girl that I just talked to the other day who went to the dermatologist after I posted about my story and she has to get all these moles removed and one of them is actually cancerous, which is just crazy. And she's like, thank you so much for sharing your story because I would have never gone. I would have never known to go or to get anything looked at if you didn't share your story. So at the end of the day, that is why I share what I share. Um, I know it's, it's, it's not easy for me. Let me just say that. It's not easy for me to be this vulnerable and share about all the crazy things that are going on in life. Um, but I do it because I know that it could impact somebody else and it could help somebody else. So that's why I, I'm sharing all of this. So um, I'm sorry if that first story was kind of all over the place, but um, it's been a long journey with, with this whole skin operation. Um, but I'm so glad it's all done and over with. Like I said, 
The incision looks so good and I'm feeling so much better and so much more comfortable um, since getting my stitches out on Tuesday. So um, with that being said, that is story number one. And I'm going to go ahead and go into story number two that started happening a little bit later this week. Starting on like Tuesday night going in to Wednesday, I started not feeling good at all. I was getting like very flu-like symptoms and I had just had the flu in January. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, this cannot be happening again. Um, So Tuesday night into Wednesday was rough. I was like, Look, so looking forward to going to sleep, to be honest, because I didn't have my stitches in it anymore. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can finally sleep on my side. And I'm also a stomach sleeper. So I was like, I can finally sleep on my stomach again. And I was just so excited for a good night of sleep. Well, my body was telling me otherwise because I was up in the middle of the night feeling so sick. I was getting so nauseous, like it was just so not good. And then all throughout the day on Wednesday, I felt like death. I was at work, but, um, I just did my best to honestly take it easy. And Wednesday was Valentine's day. If you don't remember. Um, but I was, I just like, couldn't believe this is how I was feeling. And it hit me so insanely quickly that I just, I didn't know what was going on. I I felt nauseous. I couldn't eat. Um, I was getting these really weird food aversions, all these things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe I'm pregnant. So I go and take a pregnancy test. That was negative. So I'm like, okay, that can't be it. Um, Also, if I was, I would have been extra early. So it just didn't really make any sense. But I took a test anyway, just to be sure. Um, But that was not the case. And I had not ate for pretty much the whole day. I didn't really have any dinner the night before either because I just wasn't feeling the best. Um, so of course, Tyler wanted to get takeout for Valentine's Day. And all during the day, he kept asking me, he's like, let me know what you want. I can grab whatever like on my way home from work. And I'm just like, nothing sounded good besides Chipotle, which is weird because I feel like that's kind of a heavy meal. But I had no other craving besides that. So he went and stopped and got that for dinner for us. And I just rested the whole rest of the night because I was not feeling well. And it felt so good to eat though. Like I was eating that Chipotle and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Um, So fast forward to the middle of the night from Wednesday into Thursday, disgusting again. And it always happens in the middle of the night between like 1 and 1.30 in the morning. Um, I don't know what it is about that time frame, but it, it hits like always right in the middle of the night. Um, and again, just weird stomach pains. Um, I was like feverish. I had real, I woke up Thursday morning with like the worst migraine ever. I'm like, what is happening? And so I went to work for a little bit yesterday and, um, well, actually, let me backtrack a little bit. So Wednesday night into Thursday, I had gotten this weird rash thing going on. And it was like, it looked like hives. 
is what I would have assumed that it was. And it was on my right hand side on like the upper part of my stomach and then under my right breast a little bit. Um, and I'm like, what is this? It didn't really hurt. It was more looked like blistery hives. And I'm like, what in the world is this now? Like bring it on, like just get something else. Um, and I'm like, this is so weird, but I was like, maybe my sports bra was like rubbing against my chest weird. Like I literally did not know what it was. So I go to work on Thursday and my nanny mom is actually a nurse. So her and I were just talking about how I was feeling. I was like, I'm so not feeling good. I'm just, I always feel so bad because I, I know like my nanny family relies on me so much because childcare is so important and they have jobs to do and they live busy lives. And like me not feeling good or anytime I'm not there, I always feel like I'm such an inconvenience and I just like hate it. I'm never one of those people to like feel sick, call off work. Like just, it's so not me, but I feel like this whole year so far that that's how I've been. I'm like, I just have not been able to catch a stinking break. Um, but regardless, my nanny mom is a nurse and I was like, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I got this weird rash on my stomach yesterday. And so I showed it to her. And as I was getting ready to leave, she was like, oh my gosh, wait, like that might be shingles. And my first reaction to that was, did I even have chicken pox when I was a kid? I literally could not remember. And I didn't think that I could get shingles at 26 years old. Um, you always hear about people getting shingles like when they're older in life. Um, I had no clue that could even be a potential. So lo and behold, that like freaked me out. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go to Med Express and get checked and see what they say. So that's where I went as soon as I was done working on Thursday and went to Med Express, was telling them all my symptoms, and they tested me for the flu and for COVID, and that was all negative. And then I showed the doctor my rash, and she said, yep, that that is shingles. And still to this day, I'm like mind blown. I'm like, what in the world? Like, how could this happen? It doesn't even make any sense to me. Like how, how can I get shingles now? Let's rewind a little bit on my way to med express. I call my mom and I'm like, have I ever had the chicken pox? And she said, yeah, I did. When I was little, I must've been too little to remember because my brother was probably in first grade and I must've been in like kindergarten or something. So just too early for me to remember. So when the doctor said this, I was like, oh my gosh, like this can just happen at any given point. And she's like, yeah, it can. Like, and because I think she said, because my immune system has been so shot from having the flu in January to me not feeling good literally since then, um, she thinks that that's kind of why it flared up. And then also stress, um, We've got something big going on in our lives right now that I haven't shared yet, um, and I'll sh be sharing that more at the end of this month, but we've got a lot of stress going on with that. It's all good stuff, nothing bad, but I do think I've worked myself up a little too hard over some things, so she said stress could also be a cause of uh, shingles as well, so... Since Thursday, I have been diagnosed with shingles, and I will tell you, 
I know everyone always says it's super painful. Um, I'm going to cross my fingers and knock on wood right now that it doesn't get any worse, but it has not been too bad right now. Um, it definitely is uncomfortable and a little bit painful, but nothing that is like unbearable. I think the only thing that has been bothering me the most are these flu-like symptoms that come with having shingles, uh, which would hundred percent explain why I've been feeling like crap since Wednesday. Um, and I've just been so lethargic. I've had the runs for days. Like it has not stopped, which may be TMI, but Hey, I'm an open book. Um, and just, I, I just, I don't know. I just had not been feeling the best. So I'm like, okay, well at least we found the problem and I am on a medication now for three times a day for the next seven days. Um, I started taking it on Friday morning, so I'll be taking it till next Friday. And it's this big, like huge pill that is not fun to take down, but I'm doing what I have to do to heal myself and to get better. But it's crazy. Like who would have thought a 26 year old woman could get shingles? I know I never thought that I could, and here we are. So again, just something that I, I, I'm going to spread the light on. Like I, I'm not, I did take a picture of it the other day. I haven't posted anything yet on social media. So if you're listening to this podcast, this is the first time that I'm sharing it and talking about it. Um, and I don't think I, I may post a picture on social media of it. I may not. I haven't really decided yet. Um, but it's just crazy. Like, let's just add another thing onto my plate. Um, but here's what I will tell you. I am so thankful for people that are in healthcare that are willing to take care of us and help us get through things and that there is medication out there that can help me get better. So beyond thankful. Um, I'm going to get through this too. And, um, you know, it, it's just another part of, of life right now and that's okay. It could be worse. So I'm just thankful that we caught it when we did and that I am now on the process of getting better. Um, but something else that I will tell you is because I have not been feeling good since beginning of or middle of January when I got sick with the flu, there has been something in me that feels like I want to just go to like some holistic type of doctor and just get a full scan and really just figure out if there's any other underlying problems that I'm missing. I don't think that there are, but just to be on the safe side, because I am someone that does not like to take medication if I don't have to. Um, this is obviously a very rare case that I have to take medication. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's just a part of me that kind of wants to go the holistic route and see if there's, um, you know, any better options out there, kind of. So if anybody knows any good holistic doctors in the Pittsburgh area, um, let me know via social media or um, send me a DM or something uh, because I would love to um, maybe hear feedback that anybody has had with a holistic doctor or... Um, 
any recommendations would be lovely. Um, but yeah, so all in all, you guys, that is, that is kind of what I've been dealing with so far and kind of how my 2024 has been going so far. It's crazy because, you know, you start a new year and you are, you know, so excited to hit your goals and do all the things and posted a podcast, you know, a couple weeks ago about, you know, goal setting and stuff like that. And some of the goals that I've had for this year. And, and, you know, some of those things have had to take a back burner, like working out three times a week. I haven't been able to work out because I had stitches in my chest for 10 to 12 days. And then now right after I get those stitches out, I'm dealing with shingles. So it's, it's been a lot. Um, but I am just here for the ride gonna get better. I know I am. And I am just so thankful for my husband first off, because he's the one that has to deal with my crazy ass every day and, um, be my caretaker when I feel like absolute crap, but he has been a trooper and just my rock. So I'm just so thankful for him and for my family and for, um, you know, even though I'm dealing with the things that I'm dealing with, it's, you know, there's other things in life that we need to be worrying about and things that, you know, are going on in the world that are much worse than a couple of things that I am personally dealing with. But with that being said, I really just wanted to make this episode kind of like, I don't know, a little bit of like a life update, but also just be real with you guys and share with some about some of the things that I've been personally dealing with. And um, I don't know if anybody listening has dealt with either of these things. Um, but if you had, or if you have, um, I would love to have a conversation about it. Um, you can message me on Instagram or TikTok or wherever you feel comfortable. And, um, you know, again, it's just me shining light on some things that I never thought would ever happen to me. And here we are. So 2024 is definitely testing me for sure. But all I know is it's nothing that I can't handle or um, deal with. So um, with that being said, um, I'm going to kind of wrap this episode up now, but I just want to thank everyone for the kind words from when I dealt with my skin operation. Um, it has been a process, but I'm so glad that it's all over with and that I'm feeling so much better. And the same thing with the shingles, I'm going to get through it. It's going to be fine and we're going to move past it. Um, but again, I just wanted to be very open and raw and real with you guys and just kind of share things that were going on. So I hope this wasn't too boring of a podcast. Um, but if you liked it, I would love for you to share the life over lattes podcast with your friends. Um, or anybody that you think would like to listen to it, that would be super helpful. And obviously leaving reviews on Spotify and Apple podcasts is always helpful for me as well. So I can reach a wider range of people. And uh, next week we're going to get back into some good stuff. Uh, So just stay tuned for that. And uh, I hope you guys have a great week. Again, there will be a new episode every single Sunday. So mark your calendars and uh, yeah. I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend and a great week ahead or whenever you're listening to it, to this, a great day, if that's the case. Um, and, uh, thank you guys so much for listening and just for kind of being my, this being my venting session a little bit. Um, but 
hope you guys have the best day. Thank you so much for listening to Life Over Lattes, and I will chat with you guys again.